You're listening to the Spine Talk Podcast, presented by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. And now, your host, Art Young. Degenerative disc disease affects millions of patients, and some recent research has suggested a new imaging biomarker can help in its diagnosis and treatment. Hi, I'm Art Young for Spine Talk, and joining us this time again is Dr. Jessica Schellack. Dr. Schellack is a spine surgeon at Texas Back Institute. Welcome back. Hi, Art. Thanks. It's nice to be back with you. Nice to have you here. Tell us a little bit about what degenerative disc disease is and and what causes this condition. Sure. So, you know, degenerative changes within a disc are actually physiologic, and you know, I think um, what many people um, recognize is that, you know, as our discs age, certain processes occur that cause, um, in some cases, no symptoms, but in other patients, more pathologic-type symptoms. And so when we talk about degenerative changes, the the process of our discs drying out um, over time, um, losing that hydration, and subsequently collapsing, um, which causes some bulging of the disc in the back that can push into the spinal canal where the neural elements are. It can cause tearing in the disc that can be painful. And all of these things that occur with aging in time for all of us, um, and some of us becomes much more um, uh, problematic and symptomatic. And those are the patients that often land in my clinic and the clinics of my colleagues. So what are the ways this condition is treated by spine surgeons at Texas Back Institute? So, you know, clearly we try to treat a lot of patients with degenerative conditions uh, conservatively before we start talking about surgical options. Uh, you know, physical therapy, uh, injections, medications, um, all of the, the kind of standard conservative therapies are attempted. In some cases, this obviously does not help patients. And so in the setting of, let's say, uh, a patient with a degenerative disc that has herniated and causes nerve impingement and they have not improved despite a chance of conservative treatment, we may treat this with a microdiscectomy. Um, and an other patient who may have more mechanical back pain with a terribly degenerative disc that has tearing of the outer lining, the annulus, and has been refractory to all conservative measures. This might be a patient who's a candidate for something like an artificial disc or perhaps a fusion, depending on the, the circumstances around their anatomy. Um, but these are some of the, the treatment options depending on the specifics of what you know may be actually problematic for the patient. Mm-hmm. So, so what are the signs for a patient, someone who might be listening to this, what, what are the signs that, that they may have degenerative disc disease and, and need to come see you? The most common complaint patients have with degenerative disease is usually back pain, Art. Um, a lot of times it's you know central back pain that may radiate into kind of the buttocks and hips, uh, may or may not have leg pain. Usually leg pain indicates more of a nerve impingement type syndrome. Uh, many times the pain 
is described as being exacerbated when patients are doing some type of activity that involves loading of the spine. Uh, for example, you know, bending forward repetitively, lifting, um, you know, sitting for a long period of time. Th those are generally some aggravating uh, activities for patients with degenerative disease. Well, we were talking at the beginning uh, about some new imaging biomarker research, uh, what, what it means for diagnosis and treatment of, of this condition. What, what are your thoughts on this, this research? So, you know, my, my thought after reading the article was along the, I, the lines of me being skeptically optimistic, if that's even a term. I might have just coined a new term. But, you know, I think that it's certainly interesting, um, the idea that some type of a new imaging finding can correlate with symptomatology, um, as they indicated in this article, and as we in the spine community know, um, on standard MRI imaging, degenerative changes do not necessarily correlate with symptoms. And therefore, it's kind of a treatment dilemma sometimes for um, the surgeons to, to determine whether or not something that has some degenerative changes is actually symptomatic. I think that certainly much more investigation is needed with this new marker, but I can envision perhaps that this could have a role in diagnosing a painful disc that perhaps otherwise we would have to rely on more invasive studies such as discography, something along the lines of that to really be able to tell is a disc that kind of has the degenerative appearance, is it really symptomatic for a patient? So I think that, you know, I think that there may be some promise, but I certainly think that it's a bit early and they even mention that there's certainly a lot more investigation to really validate the findings here. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, uh, two things. I thought it was interesting that it was done in Hong Kong and right. and and two that the the in the report it mentioned it was so expensive to do these kind of testing. Is it does it surprise you that it's not being done in the United States and, and done in you know in China or is that pretty yeah, I don't know. I was I was kind of a little surprised that it was out of Hong Kong as well, but at the same time, um, you know, they probably have the volume of patients to do the study. Um, you know, nowadays I will tell you, and this was a point that I was going to try to bring up. You know, insurance companies unfortunately are the biggest obstacle <laughs> to getting patients treated, which kind of sounds ironic, but um, you know, I get every single day I probably at least hear from my medical assistant that some patient I had ordered an MRI on, the MRI got denied um, from their insurance company for supposed lack of conservative treatment. So I think that, you know, patients in the U.S., they're, they're not going to pay out of pocket, and perhaps this is something where in another country there's a little bit more access to, to getting some of the imaging done. You know, I, I don't know, but um, that, that's one of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating, and I and I think that it's you know it, it says it speaks volume about uh, volumes about what uh, how good healthcare is in this country, and yet it's boy it is ponderous sometimes in terms of cutting edge things like biomarkers and so forth. So I, I, it I is, it's, yeah, and it, it's it's you know it's it's disappointing because I think that um, the the technological advances are certainly out there well um, ahead of when we can get some approvals for, for things to be, you know, um, used for, for patient care. So, but, um, but you know, uh, we'll just keep trying to forge ahead. 
Absolutely. Well, well, your insights have been, as always, excellent. Uh, We've been joined this time by Dr. Jessica Schellick, who is a spine surgeon at Texas Back Institute. Dr. Schellick, thank you again for joining us. You're welcome, Art. Have Have a great afternoon. Great. Thank you. This is Art Young for Spine Talk, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to the Spine Talk podcast. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app, join the conversation on our social media pages, and to find more information, visit www.texasback.com.